Do you believe that this global pandemic is a giant for us Christians? God bless, ladies and gentlemen. God bless your brother Jesse Jarab. Back with you once again. A brand new topic for you today. This is Christian Thoughts. Interesting and inspiring topics and opinions on being a Christian, but still being human. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about the giants in our lives. The topic we are going to be talking about today, the topic title, if you will, is going to be Standing on the Rock, Goliath Has No Power. Now put those two separated. That's that's two topic titles or a double topic title, if you will, for today. It is Standing on the Rock, Space, Goliath Has No Power. And of course, as you probably can tell, we'll be going to that famous, world famous topic and story of David and Goliath in the Bible. And we will also be using the verse of the Bible of the parable that Jesus gave about standing on the rock, which is him, of course, standing on the rock or the house on the rock, if you will. Um, So ladies and gentlemen, before we get to anything, of course, we shall do our commencing prayer. Dear Jesus, dear God, we give you thanks for our beautiful, wonderful day that you have allowed us to have. God, we give you thanks for everything. We ask that everyone who listens, who may listen, recorded or live, that they may be blessed by the word. That they may be blessed, that they may learn something new about your word that they did not know before. I ask God that you use me, that you use my lips, that you use my tongue, that you use my voice as an instrument for your glory. That may be you talking, you speaking, and not me. Thank you God for everything that you have done and everything that you will continue to do. In Jesus name I pray. So ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about Upon the Rock, or Standing on the Rock, Goliath has no power. And if you will go with me to 1 Samuel 17, I'm not going to be reading the whole chapter, I'm just going to be reading uh, little snippets, if you will. Uh, I'm going to start on on verse 4. And I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. If you hear any voices in the background, you'll probably be hearing um, my daughters in the background um, playing. So I apologize for any noise in the background that you may hear. But ladies and gentlemen, if you will go with me to 1 Samuel um, 17 verse 4, I'm going to be starting. And it says in the New Living Translation. It says, Then Goliath of Philistine, champion from Gath, came out of the Philistine ranks to face the forces of Israel. He was over nine feet tall. He wore a bronze helmet, and his bronze coat of mail 
weighed 125 pounds. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. He also wore bronze leg armor and he carried a bronze javelin on his shoulder. The shaft of his spear was as heavy and thick as a weaver's beam tipped with an iron spear head that weighed 15 pounds. His armor bearer walked ahead of him carrying a shield. Ladies and gentlemen, think about that. This is no ordinary man. This is basically what the Bible is saying. This is no ordinary man at all. No ordinary 5 foot 10 or 6 foot 1 tall man. This was a man 9 feet tall and wore a bronze coat of mail 125 pounds. And uh, his, the shaft of his spear was as heavy and as thick as a weaver's beam tipped with an iron spearhead that weighed 15 pounds. He was not only huge, but strong. And sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, our spiritual uh, giants, we believe or we think that they may be strong because we cannot beat them, we cannot defeat them by ourselves. Notice how I said, by ourselves. But let's continue on. Goliath, verse 8, stood and shouted a taunt across to the Israelites. Why are you all coming out to fight? He called. I am the Philistine champion, but you are only the servants of Saul. Choose one man to come down here and fight me. If he kills me, then we will be your slaves. But if I kill him, you will be our slaves. I defy the armies of Israel today. Send me a man who will fight me. When Saul and the Israelites heard this, they were terrified and deeply shaken. Now let's, I'm going to skip ahead and I'm going to go to verse 20. Speaking about David. So David left the sheep with another shepherd and set out early the next morning with the gifts as Jesse had directed him. He arrived at the camp just as the Israelite army was leaving for the battlefield with shouts and battle cries. Jesse, ladies and gentlemen, not me. <laughs> Jesse was the father of David. Another version uh, of the Bible calls him um, Isaiah, I believe. Soon, the Israelites and Philistine forces stood facing each other army against army. David left his things with the keeper of supplies and hurried out to the ranks to greet his brothers. As he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion from Gath, came out from the Philistine ranks. Then David heard him shout his usual taunt to the army of Israel. As soon as the Israelite army saw him, they began to run away in fright. Have you seen the giant? The men asked. He comes out each day to defy Israel. The king offered a huge reward to anyone who kills him. He will give that man one of his daughters for a wife and the, man, the man's entire family will be exempted from paying taxes. 
I'm gonna skip ahead again down to verse 32. This is what we should say to our giants. This is what we should say about our giants. Verse 32, David says, Don't worry about this Philistine, David told Saul. I'll go fight him. Don't be ridiculous, Saul replied. There's no way you can fight this Philistine and possibly win. You're only a boy and he's been a man of war since his youth. You ever have that? You ever have those doubters against you? You ever have those doubters that say to you, What are you talking about? Don't be ridiculous. You are just a man and you are fighting a disease. A, a, a disease. Maybe our giant is a disease. Maybe our giant is not finding a job by ourselves. Maybe our giant is the fact that we... Maybe our giant, ladies and gentlemen, is this global pandemic that we're going through today. The COVID-19. That is as it is called. Maybe our giant is the fact that we are afraid of it. That we are afraid of this disease. That we are afraid of catching it. And so we do everything that they tell us. We wear the mask. We wear the gloves. We wash our hands. We do everything that they tell us. But the one thing and the one person we should go to. The one being we should go to. We're doubting and we're not thinking. And people go against us saying. What are you ridiculous? Don't be ridiculous. God is not going to defeat COVID-19. God is not going to defeat this global pandemic. God has not done anything lately about it. And we have these naysayers and these doubters that defy God or try to and say that we won't defeat the pandemic. We won't defeat the disease. We won't defeat the sickness that we have. We won't defeat cancer. We won't defeat um, any giant. We always have. There will always be naysayers. Saul, who knew God. Saul, who knew God, was a naysayer. Well, Saul, who knew God before he was a king, anyway, was a naysayer. Was David's naysayer saying, Don't be ridiculous. There's no way you can fight this Philistine and possibly win. You're only a boy. You're only a boy. And that's what Goliath thought of David as well. This is not a man. This is a boy. But I'm going ahead of myself. Let's continue on. But David persisted. Verse 34. I have been taking care of my father's sheep and goats, he said. When a lion or a bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock, I go after it with a club and rescue the lamb from its mouth. If the animal turns on me, I capture it by the jaw and club it to death. For those of you just joining us, welcome. You are listening to Christian Thoughts. Today we are talking about standing on the rock. Goliath has no power. We are talking about our giants, our spiritual giants, our physical giants, our um, giants that we go through, that we try to go through and try to defeat every day. 
and right now I am on I'm in first of Samuel 17 verse uh, 35 well, I should say 36 reading about David and Goliath and what David went through to defeat Goliath and how he defeated Goliath I have done this to both lions and bears and I'll do it to this pagan Philistine too for he has defied the armies of the living God the Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and bear who will rescue me from this Philistine or Philistine however you want to say it that ladies and gentlemen is David's faith that's the faith that we should have David's faith is the faith that we should have saying a bear and a lion God has rescued me and 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 He has rescued me and protected me from lions and bears. He will rescue me and protect me from this Philistine. God has protected me from this, that, or the other, we can say. God has protected me from car accidents. God has protected me from uh, death. So I will defeat this giant. I will defeat this global pandemic. I will defeat this cancer. I will defeat this disease or this sickness or I will defeat this giant of not getting a job and I will get a job. I will defeat this giant of not buying a house or not able to get a house and I will get a house. I will defeat this giant of not able to fix my car and I will fix my car. Or I will buy a new one. I will defeat this giant because God has rescued me from these things. That is the faith that we should have. That is the faith that we should have, ladies and gentlemen. But look at Saul. Look at the doubters and the naysayers. Always saying, put on this. Put this mask on or you'll get the COVID. Put this armor on or you'll get, or you'll be defeated. Put this on. Put on, take this medicine. Or, or you won't defeat the sickness. That's what I think of today. I think of the people that are saying that they can be killed just because they're not wearing a mask. Or just because they're not, they don't wear gloves. Or just because, ladies and gentlemen, they're not taking a, some kind of medicine. That's not having faith. That's believing in a physical thing to protect you. But God, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we, we as Christians should not be, be uh, depending on physical things such as medicine, such as a mask, such as gloves to, for, for God to protect us. Because God, ladies and gentlemen, is our protection. And that's what Saul tried to do here. He tried to put a physical armor to protect David. He tried to say, matter of fact, let's read it. <laughs> Verse 38. Then Saul gave David his own armor, a bronze helmet and a coat of mail. David put it on, strapped the sword over it and took a step or two to see what it was like for he had never worn such things before. I can't go in these, he protested. 
I'm not used to them. So David took them off again. He picked up five smooth stones from a stream and put them into a shepherd's bag. Then armed only with his shepherd's staff and sling, he started across the valley to fight the Philistine. That's having faith right there, ladies and gentlemen. That's having faith right there. Having faith is what David just did. Took off the arm, took off the physical armor and believed in God, trusted in God. He didn't believe in any physical armor. He said, I can't wear these, I'm not used to them. And I'm not saying, ladies and gentlemen, that we shouldn't uh, wear the masks. Don't get me to don't get me twisted. Because it is a law at the moment. The Bible does say that we should follow the law. Uh, as much as long as it doesn't go against um, the will of God if you will and so right now the law is to wear a mask the law is to maybe wear gloves the law it does say that we should wear these things but to be honest if it wasn't a law I wouldn't wear a mask. I wouldn't put on gloves. As Christians, ladies and gentlemen, we shouldn't be afraid of this pandemic or of any pandemic. We should not be afraid of any disease. The Bible says that God, that God's wings go over those who believe in him. That the wings the wings of God is in, it's in um, one of the Psalms says that his wings will co- cover us his wings will cover us like a coat his wings will cover us like an armor of protection from anything that goes against us from anything that comes towards us the Bible says a thousand may fall to your feet And a, and a hundred thousand to your side and I'm not and I'm just paraphrasing here by the way a thousand may fall to your feet and one hundred thousand may fall to your side but to you to us it shall not come towards it shall not hit us it shall not affect us who is us those of us who are believing in God those of us who are trusting in God those of us who are in God's will those of us who trust wholeheartedly in God nothing can touch us nothing 100,000 people, 100 million thousands of people around you may fall, may die, unfortunately. Yes, it's unfortunate. But those of us that truly trust in the Lord, that truly trust in God, that truly trust in the Holy Spirit, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, God, ladies and gentlemen, it shall not touch. No pandemic no sickness nothing 
unless it's in the will of God. Ladies and gentlemen, nothing can can happen. Nothing can happen if it's not in the will of God. And so if it's not in the will of God for us to get sick from anything, not only even this pandemic, not only even uh, uh, this, this corona or COVID or whatever you want to call it, virus, but cancer, um, polio, which I heard was back, back in the day. People went through that pandemic back in the day. Or how about the H1N1? Nobody's talking about that anymore. That huge flu that came across about a few years ago, about 10 years ago. Nobody's talking about that no more. Ladies and gentlemen, God is our protector. God is the one that will protect us from these giants, if you will. Right now, COVID-19, the corona, is a giant. He is a giant that has surrounded this world, that is, that is trying to take over this world. But he cannot touch us, the chosen of God, the, the, the people of God, those of us that trust in the Lord. I, I can't believe my eyes when I see Christians, people that call themselves Christian, people that praise God in church all the time, petrified, petrified because of this pandemic. And I mean petrified as in they will not get out of their houses. Not because the, 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 the quarantine or anything like that. They won't get out of their houses because they are afraid of getting sick. And they won't allow anybody into their house because they're afraid of getting sick. It's not so much that they're trying to listen to the government or trying to listen to the law. It's because they're afraid. They say it themselves. They say, no, mijo. They'll be like, no, I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that. I, I don't want to get sick. I don't want to risk it. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no risk in it when you are trusting in God. When you are trusting in the Lord, ladies and gentlemen, risking it, there is none. Why do I say that? Because again, thousand may fall and a thousand to your side and 100,000 to your side but to you it will not touch and will not go and will not go near it says it in the bible ladies and gentlemen i'm not making this up it's in the book of psalms it's in the book of psalms read it you'll find it but let's continue on this is the faith that, ladies and gentlemen, we need. This is the faith that we need. David's faith. David's faith is what we need. The faith that says, and of course, I'm not going to do the whole story, of course, because we know the story. 
We know what happens after. We, we know the outcome of the story. Goliath laughs at David, saying, Who are you to come to me? You're just a boy. And then David shows him his stick, and, you, and he says, Am I a dog that, I, that you come to me with a stick? He says, look at my sword. And he says, this sword, I will, I will defeat you. And David says, you come to me with sword and with staff. But I come to you in the name of the Lord. You come to me with sword and with javelin. But I come to you in the name of the, uh, above all names. The name of God, the name of the Lord, the name of Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Adonai, Santo de Dios. In the name of the Lord. David defeats his giant by trusting in the Lord, by trusting in God. Where is our faith, ladies and gentlemen? Where is our faith? Are we standing on the rock? On the rock that is God. On the rock that is the Lord. Are we standing? Are we putting our house? Are we putting our house on the rock? Or are we putting it on the sand? Are we putting it on the sand for the ocean? For any breeze to wash it away? Hmm. Let us go to that story. Let us go to that parable. Matthew chapter 7 verse 24 through 27. I'm going to read it in the English standard version. It says, Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the wind blew, and beat on that house, but it did not fall, because it had been founded on the rock. But here's the contradiction. Here's what happens when you don't found your house on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand and the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat against that house, and it fell, and the great was the fall, and great was the fall of it. What rock is God, what rock is Jesus talking about? The rock as Him. And I took a lot of time and I apologize for taking a lot of time, but I'm going to continue this topic, which is why it's a double topic. Standing on the rock, Goliath cannot be defeated. I'm going to be continuing this topic in the next um, broadcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we must, we must, Put our house on the rock, not on the sand. 
What is our house? Our temple. We must put our trust in the Lord. That's what this is saying. This is what this is saying to my spirit. This is what this Bible verse is saying to my spirit. If we have our trust in the Lord, if we have our trust on the rock, if we listen and heed the words of the Lord, if we listen to the words of the Lord and we follow them, we are like a man who built a ho his house on the rock and the winds came and the rain fell and the floods came and nothing happened to that house because it was founded on the rock. But if we don't, and we have our house on the sand. We have our trust somewhere else. We have our trust in the masks. We have our trust in the gloves. We have our trust in the government. We have our trust in something else. And we don't put, and we don't heed the words of the Lord. And we don't listen to the word of God. Then we are foolish and have our house on the sand. And great will be the fall of our house. Let us not do that. Let us, let us have our house on the rock. And let us defeat our giant with the power of God. With the trust in our Lord. May God bless your day, your night, and the rest of your week. This has been Christian Thoughts. God bless ladies and gentlemen. And thank you for listening.